What's going on, Sunbelt fans? Welcome into another edition of the Sunbelt Syndicate. My name is Dominic Frusetto. Today, we will be talking about Louisiana Raging Cajuns and what we expect out of them in 2022. So let's start with the last three seasons. 2019, they went 11-3. and In 2020, they went 10-1. and And in 2021, they went 13-1. and In that time frame, they had one Power 5 victory and one win versus a ranked opponent, which actually happened to be the same opponent in Iowa State. They also had what would have been three title game appearances, if not for COVID in the 2020 season. They should have gone up against Coastal Carolina for that one. They also had one Sunbelt title in that time frame and were ranked for five straight weeks at one point in time. This year, I think the offense can thrive if they can find their next quarterback early on. Obviously, Levi Lewis is gone, and he was an amazing quarterback for them. Uh, Very elusive as a runner, but also a very good thrower of the football as well. So Chandler Fields, maybe Ben Woodridge. uh, We'll see who, who really emerges out of that and you know, if they go back and forth at all to begin the season, if they have any early season struggles, which we'll jump into in a minute, I don't think they will, but it'll be interesting. I, I think they can thrive if, if they find that guy early. Offensive would struggle if they don't replace the O-line strength and experience that they lost. I mean, that was a big-time advantage for them over the past number of seasons. So with what they've lost there, this is a big question mark rolling into this season. And so if they don't adequately replace those guys, I think they could struggle. Defense, I think they can thrive if they can force teams to throw. I do think they have a good secondary, and if the D-line plays well and can stop up that run and force teams to try and make it work over the middle and into the air, I think secondary-wise they're set up well here. It's a strength of their team. They've got some fast guys down there in Louisiana who can certainly cover just about any wide receiver you could throw at them. They've seen some of the better wide receivers over the past couple years. Uh, Even though the West hasn't been strong overall, they've seemed to have some pretty good weapons on that west side as far as wide receivers go so they've got plenty of experience with some good wide receivers there i think the defense struggles here if they can't make up for all the starters that they've lost they've only got five coming back Uh, that's not a lot of experience and you're going to be up against a different style of sunbelt at this point in time right we know that there's some newer teams and some teams that have gotten better and they're going to play a few of them here and they're also going to play at least one power five opponent as well so if they can't replace those guys i think that they struggle i think they'll replace most of them but we will see how many they can adequately replace special teams wise they've had an average rank of 35 over the past four seasons i expect this part of the team to be all right again in in that area this year uh, I don't know if they improve. I would say they, they may fall, but they were 42 last year. So, you know, I don't think if they f- don't stray too far away from that, that could make up for some of the deficiencies offensively and defensively. We'll see if that happens. Jumping into the schedule, September 3rd, they ho- they host southeastern Louisiana. I have that one as a little bit of a tune-up game for them. I expect them to walk out of that one with a pretty easy W. Actually, Similar in the very next week with Eastern Michigan. I don't see them struggle. I don't see them struggling at all there with that one. Uh, They should come away with the W as well. Then they travel down on a two-game stretch to go at Rice first and then follow that up with at ULM. I have them winning both of those as well. I would say Rice and or Eastern Michigan would probably 
be the teams that would give them the hardest time out of those first four, but I think they have a relatively easy open, and I have them winning all four games to start the season. I do have them losing their homecoming matchup against South Alabama. That may be a little bit of a surprise, but I think South Alabama is really ready to prove themselves this season. I don't know if they'll be tops in the West, but I do think they're going to look to take down who has been top in the West for the last several years, and I think that South Alabama finally does it comes away with a victory over the Cajuns. Then there's a bye week, and then they go at Marshall on a Wednesday night. If you've listened to the Marshall preview, I think Marshall's got the revenge factor. They don't like how they lost that bowl game last year. This could be a pretty heated rivalry and something everyone's going to want to have their eyes on on TV. Uh, I think they actually lose that one. Marshall gets their revenge and comes away with the W. But then I have them going on another little stretch here where they play Arkansas State and Southern Miss. And I don't think either of those teams are all too powerful. I think that Louisiana, even though they might be a little down compared to the last several years, I still think they're strong enough to beat both of these teams, one being at home and one on the road. I, st- I don't think it matters. They could swip, flip them and everything else. I, I think the Cajuns are stronger than both by uh, a country mile there, so I have them winning both of those games. And then I actually have them winning the following week as well against Troy, mainly because Troy's coming off a bye, and I think Louisiana will want every shot they can to win that West title, so they need to get back on track after that loss to South Alabama. However, I have them with a surprising loss on another weeknight game against Georgia Southern. I think by then Georgia Southern could be firing on all cylinders. Uh, Louisiana struggles a little bit in those weekday games for whatever reason. They don't usually win convincingly. So I'm going to give Georgia Southern the edge there in that one with a surprising victory over their Cajuns. Uh, And then they play at Florida State. I think Florida State's a, a little bit better of a team here at this point in time. It's too bad it wasn't Florida so they could see their old coach. That would have been one heck of a matchup to see in that late season game. But uh, Florida State should still prevent enough, uh, present enough, I should say, uh, talent and strength off the ball to take that one over the Cajuns. Then they finish up the year, I think, a relatively easy matchup at Texas State. But we shall see. Uh, these two teams have played a number of times, but Louisiana usually walks away with a victory in these matchups. And I expect no different towards the end of this season where they're going to want to make up for anything that they haven't successfully done during the season and and have every shot at winning that West title that they can. So that would have the Cajuns finishing up with a regular season record of eight and four overall. I think that's a great season for them, especially with a first year head coach and with what they've lost. But I don't know. Cajun fans may be used to the winning by now and, not think that's a very good record. We'll have to see. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you on the next one.